0: Welcome to the Logcast. Joining me today is my co host David Jones.
1: Hey, I'm here. I'm and of course awake.
0: myself, I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah, you Kev Rose. Kev. It's okay. Kev Rose. I-, I think we're
1: all half asleep right now. I stayed up till four in the morning <laughs> last night and I'm really tired. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I've been up like ten minutes, but hey, enough about
0: me. We've got two little guests today. Um do you guys want to say hello and introduce yourself? Ab, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, I can. Alright, I was waiting on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm abstract kiss or Mike, I'm the host of Pirate 4 Radio, which is a podcast specifically centered around Sea of Thieves.
3: Awesome. Alright, and uh, I'm Sebastian, or Paladin Topaz, and I run Sea of Thieves Central on YouTube, and uh, yeah, we just talk about Sea of Thieves way too much.
1: <laughs> much. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great to have you guys on i've been kind of wanting to do something with you guys for a while so it's kind of nice to have this kind of logcast slash uh pirate port radio special episode and uh it's great to have you on and thanks for taking the time to be here i know you're busy with your own podcast so it means a lot that you guys would uh be on with us well thank you for inviting us
2: yeah man absolutely mm, not a problem it's gonna be some fun man yep
1: I'm excited <laughs> it's gonna be good um so, if you... We'll kind of cut right to the chase, because we don't want to use up too much time. Um, so, you guys want to... I'm actually not even sure about this myself, but what started first? Uh, Pirate Port Radio or Sea of Thieves Central? And you guys kind of want to walk through how both those things started?
2: Um. Well, I'll say this. I think that Paladin with uh, Sea of Thieves Central started first. I'll let him kind of tell you about that, okay. and then I'll get into...
3: Uh, yeah, I think I just came a little bit um, before, not too long, but um, so I had a channel, uh, like a YouTube channel, and it was just called Paladin Topaz, where I talked about pretty much just Fallout, um, and then that came out. So I was like, hey, well, I saw These, so why don't I, uh, why don't I talk about that? Because I was trying to find a game because I couldn't cover too many things because you know school and just busy. But so I found these and then I just started talking about it and it kind of just evolved and took off a little bit which is really cool
1: <laughs> awesome yeah. so just all right so were you much of a rare fan before that or I
3: saw the trailer and I was just like "Ooh, that's really really cool so then I looked into who um, was making it and then uh, luckily Rare Replay came out which was like just bait, I guess so I could experience most of their games but before that i never even heard of it yeah it was really awkward that i'd never <laughs> it, everybody there was like a long time rare fans of 40 years and then i'm here like hey
0: yeah i heard about you a month ago.
4: 40 years <laughs> <laughs> 40 not that years. old <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, i um,
0: mean i've got to say that's quite surreal to me and it's actually quite interesting like I think in all my life I've never met another gamer who had who didn't know who Rare was and hadn't played a bunch of their games. So I guess I mean you're you're a bit younger than all of us aren't you Sebastian?
3: I'm 16, yeah. 16, yeah. He has so. an
1: excuse. I, <laughs> I just
3: I just missed the boat on like Banjo-Kazooie because I was out in like 1998 I think. So I didn't really grow up with them and then by the time I got into gaming they were doing the Connect stuff. So right
0: yeah fair enough um but i mean sort of now you've uh sort of realized who they are and looked through their back catalog um have you maybe noticed that you have played one of their games before like maybe some of the donkey kong stuff or had you literally never played played
3: um i might have played grabbed by the ghoulies or maybe perfect dark but um i didn't get a chance to play any of the donkey kong like i've never played donkey kong country but i want to <gasps> um, I know, I know. Do, do you
0: own any Nintendo I, systems?
3: I have a sixty-four,
0: yeah. Oh well, no, I meant sort of their more recent systems, like the the Wii or Wii U. You can obviously you can download the Donkey Kong. Games. I have a Wii. Yeah, well, if Wii. you you can go on the shop on there and get Donkey Kong for like ten bucks. Though I think yeah. he's got to have a special
1: controller to play Super Nintendo games. Oh, okay. If yeah, he doesn't yeah. have one, he's got a classic <laughs> controller. <laughs> I am not trying to plug sales. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> suggesting it. Yeah, it, it's definitely sponsor? something to check out. Now that now that we've commandeered you into the rare fandom, we have to subject you to their entire back catalogue.
2: That's alright. <laughs> oh, you got thirty years of history to get
1: through. <laughs> Even more than that if you call if you count like the ultimate years.
2: <laughs> the... Well yeah, some of those games on Rare Replay are part of the ultimate yeah. years, so, so would... Pretty much like the entire eighties era on up into uh up until like the early nineties it was ultimate. Well, eighty five
1: yeah. should have been the first one. That's what they count down from, I think. Maybe it was eighty six, but I know rare was founded as rare in nineteen eighty five. So any yeah, all the, the ultimate games. The
0: first rare release was eighty seven. Was it so 87? It was, yeah, Ultimate okay. was 83 to 87. And Slalom was the first official Rare game that was 87. So yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's confusing. And then and Rare I it... said it was 30 years, but it was actually 32 years. So
1: I know, it's, it's weird about... <laughs> to see like, oh, 30 year anniversary, then you see a game at like 1981. I'm like, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um... So, uh, Abstractus slash Mike. Which do you prefer, by the way, so I don't uh, know what to call uh, you?
2: Well, I mean, I guess the, the entire rare world, I mean, they all, I mean, everybody knows me as abstractus on the internet, so I guess, I mean, but I, it's really up to you. I mean, if Ab comes out, Abstract comes out. If Mike comes out, it's whatever, okay. man. I mean, you can call me shithead if you want.
1: <laughs> I won't do that. It's just interesting because, like, every time I'm on the podcast, it's always Abstracticus, but then all the people I've been talking to about the trip and whatnot, everyone's like,
2: Mike, Mike. Yeah, it's because they all, we all know each other <laughs> on like a personal level now, so it's just one of those things where they're like, "Hey, Mike," and I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" You know, right. it's just one of those things now. Cool. Um, so, uh, you want to know the the start of Pirate? Yes, yeah, take though.
1: take us through that the
4: legendary
2: the legendary I don't know about that (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: but um, the the podcasting was always something I kind of had an interest in and I was trying to find like a medium I didn't want to like I I wanted to start small and I didn't want to go like full scale like straight up all Xbox podcast I wanted to you know like I said start small so I was like alright well I'd always been interested in pirates and then I saw this trailer at E3 in 2015 and I was like uh oh there it is. <laughs> and, uh, I spent, like, the next, like, month or two, uh, from June to probably, like, mid-August trying to figure out what I was gonna do and how I was gonna do it. And, uh, I knew I needed, uh, I knew I needed a co-host. And, you know, of course, at the time, Sebastian or Paladin was, uh, his, his YouTube wasn't specifically centered around Sea of Thieves at the time. Like he said, it was, you know, he had Fallout video. He had a lot of stuff up there. yeah Um... And then, you know, later, I guess, shortly after PPR started up, he, he went specifically Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'd been looking for a co-host, and then probably, I probably got in contact with Paladin, I would say, like, mid-July, maybe early August. Yeah. And was like, uh, so, um, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, and you were like my first contact in the Sea of Thieves world. You interested? And his immediate, you know, his immediate response was, yeah, I'm interested. And uh, we actually had a, a third guy, too. I'm not going to go into details about that too much. But we did have a third coast originally, but, you know, we had, like, a bunch of scheduling issues. So that kind of fell off, and it, you know, just being the two of us. And uh, I guess uh, here we are a year later.
1: <laughs> wow, it's been That's that crazy. long for you guys, huh? No, like, um, it, it was friends. something
3: we never thought, like... I like you know when you, you when you start doing something like YouTube and especially like you never think that you know somebody from Rare is going to see a video you make it's just so weird so weird <laughs> and I'm sure that happens with you guys too like Rare Rare must watch some of your guys' podcasts
1: Yeah they comment on them from time to time I, I it's really weird just to think about that and just to now that they almost always respond to my tweets, especially from like the rare handle, and it's like, or the rare and friends handle. And it's just really—I don't know. It's bizarre. Like, yeah. I,
2: I... it's—I think. I, I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put M or Lee down. I mean, they're really good about mm-hmm. you know responding to people. But I think now that they have a third person on the, on the rare, Twitter handles, right. or at least a Twitter handle. I would assume she's probably on Facebook too. But now that they have charity. It's a lot easier for them to keep up with stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? So they, they, i guess they're—they're they're getting, since they have that third person, it's a lot easier yeah. for them to keep up now. I think
1: some of it too, though, is just that you know they've become aware of who we are because when we first started, I would get a response to them every now and again. But even before Charity came on, like the longer we got, the longer we kept doing this, the more responsive they would be to us. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and then you know I got that. I think you got one too, because I saw it in one of your videos, Abstracticus. Uh, um, uh, the the thank you for your support, rare card signed by like the community team and Craig Duncan.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, it's just community team though. Oh, really? Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You talking about you talking about my, my holiday 2015 yeah. card?
3: Yeah, they were probably read. signed by different
1: people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they might have because there was a couple uh, signatures I didn't recognize on mine, and I actually I made a video when I showed it off, and then Rare commented on the video and said that one of them was the one I didn't one didn't recognize was Craig Duncan, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> his is really hard to read, so it could you could have it just not be aware. Yeah, yeah, I've got i uh, I've
2: got Cameron, Bobby, Lee, Emma, Patty. And again, when I can't read, it might be Craig. It's
1: probably Craig then, because that's that's the same with what I have. I have you know Cameron, Bobby Lee, Patty, and then one that kind of looks like it has little. I, it almost looks like it's has eyes because the O's are so big or something. Oh, not the chick picture, oh. but it, I think it's Craig Duncan, who has a fantastic signature.
2: Yeah, right. The, the Duncan <laughs> sailor. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be too funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, me and Abstracticus are working on a secret uh, Craig Duncan project. So stay well, it's tuned. It's not for secret that. anymore, though.
0: <laughs> I know, we just referenced it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Project Dream. Project Dream. <laughs> the, the Duncan Dream. Um, so, yeah, so, if you're listening, so Craig. As Dave go ahead. was
0: saying, um, I'll just pick that up quickly. Um, I think for a while we were kind of on the fringes of rares. Like, I think they were kind of aware of us, but not completely. Um, And then, like, I guess in the past few months, um, probably since around the time of the Play at First contest, they've been a bit more interactive with us. And then, obviously, I think when Jeff went to Rare, he told us that he kind of name-dropped us quite a lot. So I think now they're fully aware, okay, it's these guys, they do uh, the podcast together, and, um, yeah, as Dave says, they pretty much respond to like everything we do now, <laughs> which is it's such a surreal feeling, like I can't think of any other game studio, um not one of that size that would really do that, right, I think yeah. it's part
3: of the fact too that they want to be more open like with their development and not so you know secrety, and they're more active on like their social channels and stuff. I think yeah, that yeah. must be part of it.
1: This really feels like they appreciate their fan base because I think they're probably aware that they lost a lot of fans. And they just seem, you know, over, over the connector, and they just seem really appreciative to all the people who stuck with them. And I don't know. Yeah. I just feel very, like, they just make me feel so welcome in all my interactions with them. And it's like, it, it sort of makes all of this worth it. And it's, it's really weird, though. I mean, I did a video about, well, I talked a little bit more about it. Um, about the one-year anniversary, but it's crazy that, like, just a year ago, almost to this day, I mean, I started June 30th um, last year, that I was just starting this, and now I interact with Rare on a regular basis, and Jeff went to Rare, and it's just so weird.
2: <laughs> uh, right, I hear you. Like, I mean, uh, we're we're coming up on a year mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, we've got more than... Well, by the time we get to a year, we'll have more than twelve episodes. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've been releasing them monthly, um, here, here, there monthly. It, it's kind of staggered, really. Right. Yeah, uh, it's so whatever we guys, want doing to. A lot more. Uh, um, but uh, our official one-year anniversary, as far as like when the first podcast was yeah. released, is the day after Talk Like a Pirate Day, which would be September nineteenth. So September twentieth is our official anniversary so uh, uh, I've got some some big stuff planned for that down the road so it's a little hint for you guys drop drop that one (laughs)
1: alright I'll look forward to that see what you guys have planned it's a really good uh, anniversary date to have right next to Talk Like a Pirate Day that's pretty awesome. Well, see,
2: that's the thing, though. I I made I, I wanted to post it on September 19th. Okay. But that was when I was still trying to figure out how things work, so I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, well, and yeah. for the first
3: little while, then, like, I gave it to you to edit, and then, like, you gave it to me, and then I uploaded it, and it was just a horrible process.
2: Just, yeah, just, it was just bad. And then I just got to a point where I was like, look, I'm going to figure this out for myself, and, you know, here we are. It's still Some of it's still crap. But you can definitely tell a difference. Like if you go back to the first episode and you go listen to the episode now, you can tell there's like a complete total difference in my producing skills. Yeah,
1: I, well, I've, I've I haven't listened to all of your episodes, but I've listened to a few, and I definitely noticed. Yeah, don't
2: don't don't listen to like the first half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah, so can that's, tell
1: you. That's your all I've listened
0: to. Better. Like I've I've only listened to like the first three or four episodes. I, I just I haven't had time to keep up. Um, so I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to the later ones, but um. I, I didn't think it was too bad for, like, a start of podcast for the first one you'd ever done. Um, I thought it was good, but you're saying your production skills do get a lot better later on.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. like I mean, I'm sure you can tell, like, if you, like you said, if you listen to those first few episodes, then uh, you can tell the audio is kind of crap, depending depending on the episode, really. Yeah. Like, um, for, in, like, I, I'll go ahead and drop this in uh, episode three with the one we did with uh, Amir. Yeah, mm-hmm um we we were all actually recording locally but something ended up happening with his, uh with his recording program so it ended up screwing up so i had to use his audio from my speaker oh god so that was actually a recording of my speaker nice with his voice so yeah it was uh wasn't too pretty but everything's still, you it's, know, just, it's, just, now it's, it's one of those everything.
0: things, isn't it? It's part of a learning curve, and um, I mean, in that case, that wasn't even your fault. That was a, his thing screwed up. Uh, it's just, right, it's just right. a shame, really. But I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah. And now you um, got
3: like a professional voice actor to do an intro. Like I know, right? has been new, going their all
4: their out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> man. Yeah, and I'll have to check out your your newest stuff. I know. Um, do you want to plug uh, this week's episode? Because I know you got something excited coming up that I'm definitely gonna listen to. Uh
2: yeah I can uh I can do that um shameless I I don't know that it'll be up by the time this gets up I'm sure this is go- probably gonna go up what Sunday morning
1: uh Sunday afternoon probably
2: Sunday afternoon okay well later this afternoon uh we're actually gonna have three members of the rare community team on the podcast with us we're gonna have Cameron Thomas Emma Bridal, and uh Bobby's gonna kill me he told me how to say his last name <laughs> but. Uh, Bob, Bobby Lamorand I think it's how he's Lamorand Lamorand Bobby Lamorand, L Lamorand, something like that <laughs> something like that Bobby knows who I'm talking about him so Say yeah Bob. we're gonna have them three <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna try to we're gonna try to squeeze some some information that maybe nobody else has got God I hold my
3: internet hold, like holds up cause that's just gonna suck
4: my, we'll my gonna internet clothes, out. just you know yeah
1: I've I've been lucky uh, this summer because I've just discovered that my modem completely shuts off when it gets too hot in the house, and I'm that's another reason I'm glad I do this in the morning before it gets really hot because it routinely shuts off in the afternoon now. <laughs> oh no good. Yeah, so that that'll be fun if that ever if we ever have to record through that really sort of maximum heat time slot.
4: Yeah.
0: Um. But. Can I just say quickly, um, you know before you said that your first uh, Pirate Port Radio went up on the 20th of September? Yeah. Yeah, you know the very first episode of the Logcast went up on the 21st of September? That's weird. Did yeah. it really? <laughs> oh yeah? It started the same weekend. Crazy. Crazy.
1: That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, t- t- our, 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 uh, I can't talk. And I'm a podcast host, but our anniversary is only a little bit, you know, uh, earlier than you guys because we had the main page that I put up, like, you know, in June. Right, yeah, the website itself. But, yeah, Yeah. we've basically been podcasting for the same amount of time, so that's pretty cool. That's (laughs) awesome.
2: That's cool. That's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, except we were dumb enough to do it every week instead of (laughs) every month like (laughs) you guys. Well, see, that's the thing. We
2: just
3: don't know anything about the game, so we couldn't really do it once a week.
1: Oh, no, you're smart for not doing it like that. I'm destroying my free time. Oh, yeah.
2: But, but see, here's the thing. Like, it, honestly, my thinking is that if we had had more information on the game from the beginning, we might would at least do bi-weekly. I mean, we're getting to a point now where it is pretty much a bi-weekly thing. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we're, we're starting to get more content. And, and you know, because like the last episode I recorded like just like a week and a half or two ago. You know, uh, unfortunately, Paladin wasn't able to wasn't able to make that one so I ended up having to record it without him which was crap the first one I'm sorry man it was complete crap it was the first one dude it was like I mean it was a good episode you know I had uh the jay that runs the crow's nest uh, I had him on the episode with me and you know Sebastian here paladin was he was supposed to be on it too but something ended up happening I think he uh I just got uh, I had I to
3: work but then you know work is like an hour away when it started I was an hour away and so
2: yeah. So, but like, never again. Never again. Why I do an episode. Never him. again. <laughs> like it was. It was just,
1: It was not.
2: It was. It was fun, but it was just weird.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was. That's one of the reasons we have uh, Jeff as our third host now. Who's not here today, I might add. And we all miss Jeff. And we are happy that he's playing golf in Montana right now. But he's playing golf. He's playing wow. golf. Yeah. He. He actually. Uh, maybe I wasn't supposed to say that, but he said that. I think his quote was is that tea time is at like nine, so I can't make it <laughs> or something like that. Oh man uh, <laughs> So but shame yeah. On you, Jeff. Yeah. That that's one of the great things about um now that we have three hosts, because we know there's gonna be times when it's really hard for for one of us not, you know, to be here. So that way at least there's some, you know, at least it's it's normal, you know, and now it's like we're just short one person instead of just being one of us trying to do it on his own.
0: Yeah, we, we've right. got a pretty yeah. good backup network as well because obviously we've got a fourth staff member. Yeah. And we've got... There's quite a few friends of the show who have stepped in to help in the past, like Matt and uh, Scraps. So it's it's good to have, like, a strong backup team, uh, you know, just in case someone can't make it. But generally, right. it's... Hmm. Um, I think the chemistry between us flows the best because we've done it together the most, and that's probably the same with um, Mike and Sebastian. If they do it together all the time, they've probably got the best chemistry.
1: Right. Yeah. Probably.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, we're really glad to have you guys in the community, and it's, it's just great to watch this uh, sort of grow. And
3: same with you, man. Yeah.
4: I, yeah, I love seeing Thank everybody.
3: You. It's like rare has. So many people doing their fan stuff, and it's like really cool because I, I really don't know too many. There might be like one YouTuber per big, you know, game studio who is actually doing something interesting. But with Rare Man, we got like I don't know 10, 15 people, like different sites doing stuff. It's really cool, right.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to all play uh, some Sea of Thieves together, you know, sometime oh. soon. We
2: will be. Oh, we will. Yeah. We will be,
1: for sure. And I think that's also going to help for, you know, everyone's content creation to actually have, like, all these adventures together online. It's going to give us, like, just so much more to talk about. You know, it could even be a regular segment for us where, like, hey, what happened on Sea of Thieves last night? You know?
3: Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, that, that's going to be <laughs> a thing. Oh, I'm
3: so that looking forward be to for the short. beta. Like, even if it's a closed beta, I hope we all get in, and we're just going to go crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Indeed indie.
1: It'll, it'll be awesome. I'm guessing um, you
0: guys will probably be in from the ground floor because, you know, you are part of the original lineup of 12 We got to play it, so I'm pretty sure they'd include so. it, all of you lot in a, some kind of clothes beta. Maybe me and Dave and people like that as well. It, it depends how big it is because Maybe they only want to limit it to like fifty people or one hundred people.
2: Yeah, they said it was going to be a very limited. So I I can't imagine. You know, when I think very limited, you think no more than like maybe like a hundred people. Yeah, right. You know, whereas like on a scale like that, a hundred people is not a lot compared to what it could be. No, yeah. you'd think so, you'd think
1: they'd have to have a decent amount just so that there's people testing it at different times, is that they just exactly. you know, if it was just the studio doing it then it was just everyone's going to be playing at like you know the evening and the british summertime and that's it yeah so right. makes sense yeah. to get some north america people i uh i wonder if you'll like definitely. have to
3: apply to the closed beta though, like how that'll work yeah, if, yeah i don't know they, they
0: don't know. Know. just said to keep an eye on the website and social media channels the, yeah, so. that's yeah. all Craig
1: really said close beta is next, that's the next thing you have to look forward to and that was pretty much, yep. pretty much it just leave us yeah. all to speculate <laughs> uh. alright um, I guess now that we're all acquainted maybe we should um, move on to sort of um, how you guys got to go to Rare and how that happened and what your reactions were that could be a fun topic
2: All right. Well, um, I guess I'll start off. Um, Well, I got to, you know, I saw the Play It First contest and I'm thinking, oh, this is cool. You know, and rare, you know, rare, like rarely, well, okay, rare, yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) Rarely ever invites people to their studio. I believe the last time they actually invited people to their studio was back in 2006, I think it was, when Perfect Dark Zero came out for the 360. Uh, 2005. Yep. Yeah. it was okay yeah, there was so some even pro gamers
1: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> right yeah and they, it was it was three people so you know for them to not only invite you know just the play at first contest winners the six people but to invite you know the other six people on top of them to have all 12 of us there at the same time was just mind-blowing to me I'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> um so you know they 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 announced the play at first contest, and I I was like w- like within like the first week and a half I had gotten my entry in, thinking, oh this is you know I had like major confidence like that first week or whatever <laughs> that it was going through, and then all these other ones started popping up. I'm just like, well damn, all right, well there goes <laughs> there goes all my confidence out the window right there. Um, you know I mean I guess I still had a little bit of confidence, and I'm you know. But at the same time, like I said, it's just they, there's so many great ones out there. I, I just like had no chance at all. Yeah, I, I had to
1: stop watching them after I submitted my <laughs> video because I was going crazy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and then you know I sat around for uh, don't don't quote me on the exact date, but I, I sat around for like a month and a half. Like, oh my god, are they gonna let me know if I won or something? You know, this is gonna happen. And then I, I want to say it was probably like m- mid March or no no excuse me. It it was probably Early like end in of March, beginning of April. Yeah, like beginning of April. I got an email one day and like I had never I had never seen the email address before, but I recognized the name immediately. Uh, I had gotten the email from Emma, and I'm thinking, oh my god, oh my god, I won the contest. Open up the open up the email and. Uh, it's talking about, you You know, as you're aware, we're holding a contest. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I win it? Like, come on now. Uh, so I keep uh, – It was a long email. It. it was like a page. It's,
1: it's yeah, like, it was. Suspenseful. It was like, I'm like,
2: oh, my God, am I ever going to get to the end where it tells me <laughs> if I won or not? And uh, so I start getting down towards the bottom, and it says, to be clear, we're inviting you outside of the CFDs contest. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? What? <laughs> You want me to come anyway, and I'm like, "All right." You know, so at that point, me, you know, be me being a 25 year old man, I was jumping up and down, screaming like a little girl with excitement. As you should have. Been. Uh, yeah, my my eight year old was looking at me like I was insane. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand one day. And one day, one day. So yeah, that's uh, that's my 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 story, I guess.
1: Cool. uh how about you paladin how did uh how did it go down for you? similar experience uh pretty much i almost
3: didn't find the email though because it went into my spam folder
1: oh <laughs> so, no that would have been terrible oh <laughs> man
3: good thing i checked that that day um actually apparently i got the email like three days before um before i found it but yeah so that was cool and then i was like when i was reading this i'm like this is a joke right this is in the spam email this is like some thing to sell me into white slavery <laughs> this isn't gonna happen <laughs> uh, then, you, then you know it just it happened and it was crazy I wish I could have re- recorded my reaction actually that'd be really cool it was just crazy <laughs> though it's like this isn't happening simply you know it's still a dream I don't really believe it
0: so when yeah. when we invited you did they know that you were under 18
3: oh my god that's the thing man I was like pissed because I put in my I'm not pissed okay but like I I put in my entry so like the day it happened everybody was telling me and tweeting me and like commenting on my videos being like man you gotta go this is you you gotta go and then I like look on the thing and I'm like oh you have to be 18 okay I'll just go cry in the corner over here and when I I kept reading and it was like consolation prizes will be awarded or whatever if you're under 18 so um you know I made an entry anyway and you know it was decent no way it was going to win though after seeing so many of these other amazing entries Um, but so I made my entry you know it took like a day or two and then I got the email and they're like hey you and a parent or guardian because I couldn't go by myself so they actually took my dad too which was really cool.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's actually kind of one of the things I'm I'm kind of interested about, uh, from your perspective, having like your dad along and like what he thought of the whole experience. We'll probably touch on that a little bit later when we start talking about sure. the strip, but I've been it's kind of interesting to have someone who probably doesn't even play much video games, I imagine, to sort of go to a legendary studio like that.
3: He plays like Call of Duty, but um not not nothing really rare mm-hmm. apparently he played old donkey Kong but i'm not really sure
1: yeah yeah um, um i don't know if you listened liked to it, last though.
0: week's show sebastian but um i actually when i uh, took jeff back to the bar in birmingham um i did see your dad and i thought he was like a, a bodyguard hired by rare <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
4: really <laughs>
3: Because um, uh, you know that he...
0: Saturday night when you guys were all in the bar? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I I I'd met up with Jeff and I just dropped him back. And then I, I noticed all you guys, but obviously I couldn't come say hello because, you know, I wasn't meant to be there. And um, your dad was kind of stood up at the end looking at everyone and it just, he looked like some kind of bodyguard. <laughs> he was our
4: bodyguard. <laughs> he was man. our bodyguard. He yeah. Nah, yeah, I can see that. I
0: can
3: see why you think that.
0: Isn't he um That's crazy. Uh is he in the army or the navy or something?
3: Yeah, he's in the air
0: force. Air force, yeah. Oh, sorry. I always get them. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's
4: fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh Chad and Heil mentioned that on their conversation uh about the uh the trip. So, yeah, I okay. still he need to watch Staxley. that. I need to watch <laughs> that. And I need to watch it
3: awesome. last time actually,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, there, yeah I've still gotta i still gotta watch the Alex and Olivia episode
1: yeah yeah there, there's so much freaking content from like everyone that it's uh, <laughs> hard yeah. to keep up on it at all I'm only like halfway through uh, the first episode uh, of the conversation for their trip I <laughs> need to finish it <laughs> they have like four yeah, hours right. worth of stuff practically five is you just count talk the
3: band, man they, they can talk about it forever right. I mean I can too but hey
1: I <laughs> know uh, that's that's kind of the hard thing is keeping these uh, episodes. Especially we have so much to talk about under under a couple hours <laughs> that we're gonna probably yeah. shoot for an hour with you guys and try try to cause especially because we already went over it that a lot of the de- the big finer details of the trip for two episodes now. So I'm thinking we're probably gonna just kind of have you you know may- try to talk about some of your highlights and maybe some things that haven't been thrown out there under the internet yet if there's anything you can think of. <laughs> um
2: sure okay. all right yeah pal you can, you can go you can go first man
1: no no
3: go for it man i gotta think for a
2: second <laughs> oh see that, that was what ha- sure. what hasn't <laughs>
3: been said
2: <laughs> um, uh yeah i mean really, really what, what really hasn't been said um <laughs> uh, i guess for for me one of the the main highlights for me was um Okay, well I'll say this first. Um, you know, over the months we have had conversations—not like full-out, you know, conversations with people—but you know, through tweet tweet conversations, yeah, with you know developers throughout the month. So you know, it's been really cool, or it was really cool, to actually meet these people in person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've had conversation with some people. Some of them I haven't even met. You know, and, and the funny thing is, I met a lot more people than everybody else did. Because out of all of us, I was the only one that's a smoker. So, and they have like a specific section at Rare for smokers.
4: Oh. So,
2: yeah. So there were, you know, there were people that were smokers. I'd be standing out there smoking a cigarette, and I'd meet people that no one else would have met. I mean, I'm sure you know people like met these other people, but like I met a lot of the the facilities guys, the ones that keep up the grounds and stuff. Uh, I met a lot of them. Uh, I met quite a few engineers. Uh, so that was really cool. I guess uh, maybe that was a highlight for me. <laughs> you know, I, I guess it's me kind of kind of bragging, like, yeah, I'm getting lung cancer, meeting all these people, y'all didn't. <laughs> uh, but I, I want to say that probably the the main highlight for me was meeting uh, Cameron Thomas, because mm-hmm. uh, he's you and him you know, have a home. very
3: special relationship, don't you? Y-
2: yes, we do. We have a very special relationship. Uh, not really, <laughs> but yeah, me, meeting meeting Cameron was really cool for me, because you know I've uh, I, I had a lot of conversations with him from uh, in the beginning, like before Pirate Pool Radio was even a you know like I, it was a thought in my mind, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a full-fledged project. Yeah, it was kind of more like oh you know the, getting ideas out there, and I kind of spoke to Cameron. Not really about my ideas, but, you know, I, I kind of talked to him, like, you know, what do you think of this kind of thing? He's like, oh, that's cool. You know, it, it was it was more like a personal level kind of thing uh-huh. than it was, you know, like professional, I guess. And, and having not really known him at all before this, well, actually not knowing him at you know, I didn't know him at all before Pirate Pool Radio. Uh, and, you know, he, he started, you know, he started at Rare after E3. Yeah. Right. 2015 last year, like a couple months later. Uh, so he was like my, he was like the very first person that i had contact with at rare so it was uh i I guess meeting him was probably the main highlight for me i mean there were other ones but that was pretty much the the peak for me
0: cool Cool. Um, can i just say i'm glad you told me there's like a smokers area in case i ever get invited because i'm (laughs) i'm a pretty heavy smoker and i know in all the videos i never saw anyone smoke and i thought shit have they banned smoking from the grounds (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: no, no, yeah, There's there's a specific area right there. Okay. You you've seen the um you've seen the front of the studio, right? Like you know what the front door yeah, looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right like right, and then the parking lot is off to the right side of that front door if you're looking at the front door. Yeah. Uh to the left on the opposite side of the parking lot, there's a brick wall and on the other side of that brick wall is like a little awning with benches and stuff under and it's for smokers. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you get a little corral. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. Um did you have any standouts, uh in Paladin?
3: Uh like like Ab said, like just the highlight was honestly like the game was awesome. When I played like when I got invited I was like, Yeah, we're gonna play this game and I was pretty sure we were just gonna sit down, play the game for like twenty four hours and So they could study it. I didn't realize that we would be meeting all these people. And the game was great. It exceeded my expectations, whatever. But the real highlight was it was definitely meeting all the people. Because you don't expect them to be so, like, down to earth and just, like, interested in you. Because, like, they were Mm -hmm. actually interested in the people who went. Like, they asked us questions as much as we asked them questions. It was really weird. And especially being, you know, for me, young, I was worried, like, um, if I wouldn't fit in or what would happen and if they would kind of treat me like a kid. But it was just great. Like, it was all around. It was awesome. I mean, Mike Chapman is one of the lead designers. Shelley and Andy, who are other lead designers. I mean, we played foot golf with rag males. Like, who? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, what is yeah. happening on this trip? Like, it wasn't <laughs> even... It was just crazy, man. And I mean, if you're looking for highlights about the game, the game was just great. The best part was that you can like, you can just do what you want as a pirate. You can live your pirate life. And I think, especially when the full version and their full ideals, like when they come out in the game, you're really gonna see. Especially probably even in the closed beta, you're gonna see that they want you to have. They're just giving you the tools to do what you want in a pirate world, right? And mm-hmm. that was the highlight about the game, but just the two of the studio talking to Craig Duncan, like, it was just awesome. And we didn't even, we didn't talk about the game all the time either. I mean, we talked about life. I don't know, just how it was going. How was it hanging? Yeah. It, it was I, really weird.
1: I noticed you're like Craig Duncan's like best friend on Twitter. Now <laughs> he's constantly yeah, tweeting your stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah, yeah, that's a good feeling. He does that for pirate for radio mm-hmm. too. I mean, I guess that they you know, do it for everybody. That, that's his stuff too, because Fallon's with me. But that's uh, that, that's that gives you this this feeling like this guy really cares about our work. You know, it's really cool to see him do that. You know, him being you know, I, I don't want to say it like like he it's not a big deal or that it is a big deal. But at the same time, he's the head of the studio. Like he he's got so much other stuff to do. But he takes the time to to consider the fans, and actually, you know, he cares about what they think. And, you know, it, it's more, I, I guess the, like I said, the, the head of the studio, he's got, you know, he's got a lot of other stuff on his plate. So it's it, it's it's really weird to see him do that. You know what I mean? Well, and like,
3: this story for them, like, bringing us there, like, I don't know how much it would cost, but it probably didn't cost too much in, like, their, no I'm not that's wrong. Like it it cost them a lot of money, but as much as it was a great marketing campaign thing for them, I mean, I think it was really about the fans and letting them know that, you know, they care and that they're really happy to have people like you and me doing what we're doing because we
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, we help promote their game like twenty four seven. Um, so it was kind of I think their way of giving back too. And not that they have to give back. I'm, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's saying thanks, I guess.
2: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's really awesome, and I think it's, too, that they know, you know, the amount of cynicism that there's been around. Even even up until E3, like, it was still there. Even with the stuff where they're like, you know, you're all paid actors. You, you can't be that excited. Oh, my God. To play. That got on my nerves yeah. so bad. <laughs> the, the, oh what was God. awesome, though, is that, you know, literally the next day those same people when they actually got to play it and like, yeah, we had the same Say We had the same reactions as you guys did.
2: Right. Um, before I, I do want to mention this since, uh, Paladin mentioned something about playing foot golf mm-hmm. with, uh, Greg males. Um, I can, uh, officially say that I am the first person to get hurt on the rare foot golf course. Oh my God. Yeah. I can officially say that.
1: What happened?
2: Uh, I want to say we probably right around the third hole, third or fourth hole. Oh, it was like right
3: at the start, buddy.
2: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, okay, maybe maybe it happened at the start. Apparently, I toe kicked the ball, and you know I got through. We, we were probably about halfway through the course. You know, it had it had, It's eighteen holes, but there's only nine holes. You just do the back nine mm-hmm. in reverse. Um, but. I want to say probably on, like, the first or second hole, I I I toe-kicked the ball. And we got to, like, the fifth hole, and I felt this really weird, like, wet feeling in my shoe. I mean, I knew the grass was damp, and I'm just like, no, this is not right. This is not right. So I'm not wearing any socks, right? I take off my shoe, and all of my toes are just completely covered in blood. And I'm trying to figure out why my toes are covered in blood. And I noticed that... My big toenail has bent forward and has broken off.
4: Oh!
2: Yeah, so, yeah, like, half of my big toenail was was just, like, chipped Didn't off. Didn't you go to, like, like I mean, the infirmary it was still t-
3: or something? <laughs> like, Say what now? Did you go to the infirmary after that?
2: Yeah, yeah, they couldn't really do anything for me. Um, But yeah, there was just blood everywhere, and they were like, you know, and, and at that point I was just like, all right, I can't do this anymore. And, I, I mean, I kind of, you know, I still stayed out there with everybody. And uh, kind of tough through it for like a couple more holes, and I was just got to a point where I was just like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't believe it. Um, yeah, and I uh, end up going to going to medical. They couldn't really do anything for me uh, because I would have had to file a big, uh, you know, injury complaint, and that would have been a crap ton of paperwork. And I figured my my big toe bleeding everywhere wasn't really worth that. Right. Uh, so uh, they pretty much uh, They cleaned it all for me And they, they wrapped it up in a bandage And sent me on my way And that was uh, pretty much it I limped around all day And then eventually just got used to the pain Didn't, didn't affect me anymore
1: <laughs> Man, now, now, uh, now I don't feel bad for Jeff For getting smacked with the ball
2: Yeah, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> At least he got hit in the leg Right. I mean, it could have been a lot worse for Jeff
1: I think it's funny that there's probably literally no incidents at all up until the point when you guys came and you're all breaking your toenails, smacking each other with the balls. Yeah, right, right.
2: I don't know, that's a good feeling to me. I mean, I guess it's kind of stupid to have a good feeling Mm -hmm. about that, but nobody else can say they were the first person to get hurt on the rare football
1: court. Yeah, and you got to go to the uh, rare uh, medical center or whatever they have
2: there. There, Yeah, there's no medical center. Oh,
1: where did you go to get cleaned up?
2: Uh, they they have like a, a small like little security office at the front desk. Oh, us. okay. And uh, they just have like bandages and and stuff like that in the office back there. Nothing, yeah, you know, like a, a regular first aid kit. Nothing serious. They don't have like an official like medical person. That would be cool. That, that at least, least I didn't need per- <laughs> an official medical person. Uh, it was uh it was one of the. Uh, I, I want to say he was like an official like Microsoft employee. Like he worked specifically for mm-hmm. Microsoft in whatever capacity, I don't know. But he was the one that, you know, he was like you're alright, you know, and all that and uh he, he helped me clean it off or whatever and then he, he wrapped it up and I was like, Alright, bye. <laughs> I mean he and you know, he wasn't you know, he wasn't like that or anything. It was just, you know, one of those things.
1: Yeah. It's still so. kind of like a little thing that you did and saw that no one else did. Another little Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: So it goes it goes along well with the with the whole being the only smoker out yep. of the
0: group. So Awesome. Um, so, can I just ask, um, for both of you guys, was this your first time in England? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think of uh, Birmingham?
2: Oh man, that architecture is beautiful, dude. I love the architecture. They have like I this really a weird big
3: library with like circle, like it's like I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a library.
2: Are you talking about the big uh, the big glass building? The library um,
0: i think uh, it's, maybe it's not it's not really glass is it it's like it's like metal circles yeah, yeah it's something so like that,
3: weird yeah. but yeah it's uh, birmingham is awesome yeah <sighs> they only great.
0: built that like two years ago because I don't, I don't know if you guys know i'm like 15 miles out of birmingham so it's like pretty much my city yeah right cool. so <laughs> so yeah like i was there when that library opened and it's so did you go inside or did you just walk past
3: yeah i just walked past no i just walking oh, past oh man
0: if you if you guys ever go back go inside it's really surreal cuz like um basically the whole project was like a passion project from this postmodern artist so like all the um escalators and stuff inside they all kind of like wrap around at weird angles and like there's no real structure to it everything's just kind huh. of shooting off in different directions and it's, That's it's cool. so surreal that like a major city would commission that as their official library but yeah i oh, i wish i had gone in now
3: <laughs> yeah awesome. we had we had like a little bit of time when we were there we didn't like surprised. i didn't have like any time because we were just with rare like 24 7 but when we had the, just a little bit of time we went to the train station too and that was really cool like you know the you guys know where the train station is, right? Mike did Uh, you
0: which go? one? You mean uh, New Street, the main big one?
3: Uh I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's like it there's wasn't like... too far from the hotel.
0: Yeah, when you leave the um the Malmason if you go sort of under the bridge across the road and straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think that's only that like two blocks cool. from the hotel. Yeah, even going under yeah, the bridge, yeah, there so were like far, lights right?
3: under the bridge. It was a really cool city actually from what
2: we saw (laughs) yeah and there was so much more I'm sure we never even saw either
0: oh yeah it's a huge I mean you guys were right in the middle of town but I mean if you go from like the most northern point to the most southern point it's like 10-15 miles across so you you guys only really saw like the very middle but um yeah Yeah, it's a a shame really I said to the uh, the other guys I said to Jeff um, it's I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying, like, be ungrateful, but it's a shame you didn't have, like, one extra day just to, like, explore the place, you know, yourself. Yeah. Uh, it was. I think yeah. we I mean, I guess probably we, uh... did,
3: but we were all really tired and probably were passed out. I think it was, like, the first day we arrived. Just, I forget when we got We got there really early in the morning, but then, you know, I slept for, like, ten hours, and then it was pretty much dinner time. But... I think if I didn't
2: sleep for 10 hours, we we might
3: have had some time to go do something. <laughs> right. That was on
2: Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Saturday. That was pretty much. That that was them like our, mo- I think most of us kind of left on Friday cuz we we're all we're all from North America. Yeah. Uh most of us are, are right here in the United States. Um there was what let's see four four Yeah, I think it was four. Olivier... Olivier, Jackie, Sebastian, and Steve. I think are it from yeah, Friday, yeah, right yeah, okay, right? yeah.
3: That's it, and then Rodrigo from Mexico, and then everybody was, else was American.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. So they, I think, pretty much everybody kind of, kind of left like Friday afternoon, Friday night, so that we could all get there early Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, us us folks on the East Coast, ba- basically me, Sebastian, and uh, and Steve, were were pretty much the ones that had the least amount of jet lag mm-hmm. because we, we're we were all you know we're all on the East Coast of North America, so five hours is a lot better than seven or eight for pretty much everybody else. Olivier right? was so. even
3: closer. Olivia was like
0: four. He's in oh yeah, oh. and um, Chad, Chad's in New York as well, so that's not. Too yeah, far. I was
2: about yeah, and Chad and uh, Hiles in Virginia, so.
0: Yeah, the thing is, I remember um, when I, because I've I've only been to New York before, I haven't really been around America much, but when I flew back home from New York, um, it was really weird, like, going forward in time, the time difference, and on the plane, I was felt really weird and shattered, but then as soon as I landed, I felt fine, I just carried on, and I just sort of (laughs) rode it out and went to bed as normal, and I mean... Yeah. Yeah, jet lag didn't, it didn't really affect me too much. Um, it
2: being a, a five hour time difference, it wasn't really that yeah. bad. Um, I, I left at six o'clock Friday afternoon yeah. and I had, I think it was like, it was, it was a little over seven and a half hour flight. I got in at like six 50, I want to say it was six fifty, something like and wh- that.
0: Where did you arrive? Was it, uh, London or Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. I flew, I flew into Heathrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I know some of the London. guys went to Heathrow and some to Birmingham.
4: Yeah, Yeah, some of
3: them were lucky who went to Birmingham because, like, in the car when I got there, I went to Heathrow, and then it was, like, me, Jackie, Steve, Olivier, and um, Kyle. And and (laughs) Heil and Olivier got sick (laughs) on the way there. Yeah,
1: yeah, Olivier was talking about that when he was on uh, last week. Oh, my God. I think it's interesting they put all the Canadians plus Kyle in a car
3: well because steve and jackie steve and jackie had the same flight as me because like jackie came from bc so then she had a layover in toronto and then steve and i met up and then jackie got there and then we met up and we were all on the same flight so it just kind of worked
1: okay that kind of makes sense then so they're not not segregating (laughs) No.
4: no no so can
0: i ask um i I never asked uh, this question to Olivier and um, Heil never mentioned it, but you know Heil, initially he threw up in a subway bag, right? And then he offered that subway
3: bag to (laughs) Olivier.
0: Yeah, but like, what did you guys do with the subway bag? Did you just leave it on the floor? (laughs) Oh
2: god.
3: I'm pretty sure, yeah, I don't know. Somebody probably took it and threw it out, but that was not
4: me.
0: (laughs) I was trying to I was thinking in my head, like, maybe you guys just sort of left it on the floor, and it just kind of, like...
4: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god.
3: No. Oh. Just no. <laughs>
0: Lovely.
1: Just throw throw it out the window into the street, I'm sure.
3: Oh, yeah, it was disgusting. That.
0: <laughs> what? Ugh. Oh. But that, yeah, that, that would be a bit of a killer, like, travelling all that distance, and then having to drive from Heathrow to Birmingham, because that's like, um... Uh, that's like a two-hour yeah, two drive. Right?
3: Yeah, but it was though? like two yeah. hours. So it's like uh, we got there, and then we are like, whoa, guys, let's get in the car. Let's do it again.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It wasn't uh, that
3: bad. I travel a lot, so I'm kind of used to it.
2: Yeah, it wasn't bad for me either. Um, I actually had to sit around at the airport for like an hour because, you know, well, oh, by the way, uh, having a driver waiting for me with a, with my name on a, on a card is just like the craziest thing to me like really this guy's waiting for me <laughs> like my name and everything I'm just like oh my god that's so cool <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> it's, in, it's interesting as well but, that you say you know like all the winners were from you know North America uh, like when the contest began I assumed there'd be like maybe a few winners from Europe and even the UK just to like save themselves some money but um the right. fact they flew, you got and i actually yep. uh
2: actually mentioned that um i mean i didn't you know i didn't like you know what's you guys problems you know why are you spending all this money <laughs> on us or anything it wasn't anything like that it was more so like i just I like i'm in shock that everybody was from north america Yeah, like the most mm-hmm. expensive like why I... exactly it would have been you know like you kevin for <laughs> instance you being like 30 minutes from the studio yeah at least you know i would have thought well hey they're gonna save a lot of money with this guy he can
0: drive himself to the studio <laughs> yeah you know in all honesty like i genuinely think at the time they probably didn't even realize quite who i was or where i was i think if they knew i was so close they may have just said right come up and just join in because <laughs> i literally yeah i could have just that driven that cool. it wouldn't have cost them
1: a penny but is isn't Paul from Rare Gamer really close too? I don't know where I know we Yeah, know but Rare he Gamers didn't. He though. couldn't
3: go though. Like he is really close, close, but he couldn't go. Yeah. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Yeah, they 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 actually I want to say they invited Paul originally to come himself. Well, I think but they invited he, someone you know, from Rare a while, Gamer. Yeah. A, well, a while back they uh they had him they had him at one of the rare replay twitch yeah, stream yeah, yeah he'd already he's already been, he's been, the been there before. i forget what it was but he was like no i you know i've already been recently you know get steve and <laughs> you know that's why they invited steve so that was really yeah
0: cool. me uh qu- quickly mention. um i was talking to paul uh, a few days ago on twitter um me and him might be meeting up for egx in september the game show in birmingham so uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I saw where you guys were talking. Yeah, about that. Mm-hmm.
0: so I'm guessing. I know Rare can't confirm or deny, but I'm guessing. See if these will be there. So, yeah, keep an eye out for some content in September if uh, yeah. if we do make it. All right.
1: I we'll I really be... hope they uh, announce X16 uh, like a couple weeks in advance. <laughs> There's a chance I might try to make it to that.
3: Oh, the one in Toronto. Yeah. Or... Oh yeah.
1: 'Cause that's that's only six and a half hours away from me. Where is, are you? Are you Um I'm in Michigan. Michigan? Right right on right on Lake Michigan, yep, so it's like a it's okay. it's about a six and a half hour drive. I, I Google mapped it. Yeah. So I never heard, heard of X
3: sixteen before, but Steve was telling me that X sixteen happened and last year rare came, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping it happens again. That'd be cool, man. I'd definitely go.
1: Yeah, they just need to. The problem is, is they announce it so close to uh, when it actually is. It's really hard for to get off work. I mean, it makes if you. I'm sure if you lived right in Toronto, it makes it a lot easier. But I would have to plan for a couple extra days for the drive there and drive back. For so sure. I kind of need yeah. to know. I'm like two
3: hours out of Toronto, so it's not really that bad.
1: Yeah. But it'd be cool to meet you, though,
3: list. if that happens. I definitely. Yeah. yeah, we'd have to meet up.
1: For sure. Is it, get, can like, anybody go or
3: do you need to press pass?
1: I think last time it was uh, anybody. I think. Okay. I think it was open. Yeah, I
2: think it, it's a big fan expo, mm-hmm. so you can you can just walk in the door. Okay. Cool. I mean, you have to. You might have to like buy a ticket or something, but. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It is a, a fan expo. They they open it for fans and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's nice.
0: um, I think it's something say more like E G X and anything else because like E three is press only. And then you've got like Comic Con, where the tickets sell out in two minutes. But X16, I think it's more casual. Like, you can just, when it's announced, you can just go online and get a ticket. There's no Mm -hmm. big rush, you know? Because it's, on the grand scheme of things, it's a bit more obscure than a lot of the other events because it's Microsoft only and it's in, you know, Canada. So, nothing against Canada. You're saying
1: Canada is obscure? I see. What are you trying to
0: say? (laughs) 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 No, that's cool.
3: Yeah, I hope it happens. I'm sure it will. It probably happen. I
1: don't know. Yeah. As thing is I think it will happen. It's just more of a matter of are they going to give people enough time to get there. So yeah, that's probably, it's probably not. one of its biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses cuz the ones that announce like a year in advance is like if you don't get the t- you have to buy tickets before you even know who's going pretty much if you wanted to go to Comic-Con say where something like this you actually have a shot of going but
4: yeah. Just hoping right, it's not yeah. like
1: Hey, you know, we announce it, you know, uh, Friday, and it's going to be Monday, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that's what they did last year. That's slightly ridiculous. <laughs> Are Maybe you kind of like t- San
3: Diego Comic Con, or
1: uh, there's, like, either a bunch one? Ones. Yeah, there's New York, and uh, so I checked both New York and San Diego to see if I could still get into either one if right. I really wanted to. Even New York, you can't get into right now. That's not till September. Didn't
3: Rare go to San Diego Comic-Con last year? Because right. I think I remember seeing a picture of like Captain Bones in San Diego. I'm not yeah,
2: sure.
1: Rare went to... Yeah, Rare did yeah they were there for Rare
2: Replay yep. last year. Yeah. But they they brought along Captain Bones as kind of like, a, oh, here. Right. All right.
4: Um,
2: yeah.
3: Right.
1: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully that'll work out, but we'll see. If not, you know we we really do want to. I know Kev's been to EGX, but we we've all been kind of wanting to get out to some cons and meet some of the rare guys and some of the community guys. Oh for I sure. I, I live in a I live in a very unfortunate location where I'm not really super close to anything. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm in the same boat,
2: man.
3: I mean, nothing happens in Toronto that Rare would go to except for EGX, right? So. Yeah. I may, I might come out for, um, uh, maybe I might come out to uh, E3 next year, possibly, <clears throat> but I don't know, it'd be, yeah. it'd be a lot.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you, like, I knew it wasn't possible this year, but we're, we're kind of trying to hope that maybe we can get to E3 eventually, it's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, Get have as many have as many subscribers as many hits as I can before I even try to, you know, get. Do you know um, how many like
3: subs you need to get into? I got
1: no idea. I I hear that it's supposedly easier to do it as a podcast rather than a fan site that no fan site can get anymore. So, and I'm not even sure how. I don't have no idea what the criteria is. Um, yeah. especially it,
2: because it changes from year yeah. to year. It really depends on the demand and stuff. Because like I that. mean, <laughs> Dan and
3: Amir get in with um, uh, with Ki Central, I think.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I'm not exactly. Sh- I think they have like a thousand and something subscribers. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how do you even track like uh, most of your, especially for podcasts a lot of it's through itunes which is really really hard to track like i have no idea what my itunes stats are and i know a lot of people tell me that's how they listen Dave
2: oh yeah and that's
1: yeah that's why i'm really trying to i'm gonna plug plug my youtube channel real quick <laughs> if you subscribe on on uh <laughs> itunes please subscribe on youtube so i know you're listening because i can't see the itunes stuff but i can see it on youtube so it's a lot more convenient for people just to get the mp3 downloads so i know a lot of people tell me that's how they do it but the only way I can tell that people are listening is if you, uh, you know, click that subscribe link on YouTube. So well, I'm gonna beg for people to do that.
3: Like, subscribe, comment down below, tell your friends, share, do it all.
1: Dave, yeah, all that things. The
2: words of
0: every YouTuber. Right, <laughs> pretty <much. laughs> Dave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, no. I'm just saying. Um, there is a th- there is a way to track your iTunes and MP three stats. Um, that. Um, the guys on DK Vine do, so yeah, um, maybe speak to them and find out the 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 easiest way to do it. Because I know they got into E3 this year as podcasters, like they said that. So um, yeah, yeah, right. and they went
2: last year as yeah, well. Yeah, la- last year they went, they went
0: year. as a fan site and they said they had to like pay for it. They had to pay like a thousand dollars each because oh they were a big God. enough site. But they said this year they must have signed up late, though.
2: Yeah. Because if you if you sign up early enough, you don't have to pay for it. Well, no, no, they they have
0: to pay for it because their site wasn't big enough. Basically, that's what they were told. Uh, But this year, the 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 podcast they got in under the podcasting barrier and they got the free tickets.
1: Yeah, I I I, I looked at the registration once, and it does say that even a lot of people who are accepted still have to buy a ticket for a thousand dollars. But if you get accepted as quote unquote actual press you get a free ticket so right. yeah it, you can make yourself important enough to be allowed to buy a thousand dollar ticket but that's kind of you know a little yeah
2: little I less. can't justify that yeah. at
1: this point yeah now. same <laughs> although doesn't
3: um, don't you only get to go to like certain conferences if you get accepted or can you just go anywhere
0: I'm not sure uh, how it No, works no, like... the, uh, the Mighty Threat uh. Excuse me. the main e3 pass is for all the show floor stuff the individual conferences you have to be invited by the studio so um okay. like for the microsoft conference i guess that's why um like dk vine and ki central and rare gamer actually got invites i'm guessing directly through rare like maybe rare. they Hook had me up <laughs> i mean i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying that is because like obviously I've never asked and I assume it's no, a driver, you're probably right. I, I'm kind you're of probably speculating right. that that would be the way they yeah. do it cuz I can't see like you know Phil Spencer wouldn't just be casually browsing DKVI <laughs> Are
1: you are you sure that if you get the free the, the actual press pass credentials you can't just go to the conferences and maybe it's and maybe if you pay for the $1000 ticket then you have to get involved
0: I've I've been told before that they're separate yeah. by various people uh, okay. But maybe that's changed this year But You've got to remember sh- E3 is constantly evolving Regardless so that might change year to year
1: Right And I guess what right, I was saying yeah. is that that Maybe when you have press credentials quote unquote, You have more access than if you bought a ticket And your ticket's just for the show floor So I'm wondering yeah. if by having press credentials You can go a few places you wouldn't be able to If you bought a ticket I don't know Possibly <laughs>
0: Who knows
1: it's been, like, one of my dreams to go to E3 since I was a kid. So, yeah, I, I think too much about it. I don't know if it'll ever actually happen. It'll happen. It'll <laughs> happen.
2: It'll happen one of these days.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just the, the, all the, you know, it's so much harder to get into it used to, and now it's so much more expensive to go to than it used to. Like, I wish yeah. I had been doing this when I was, like, you know, 18 or something, and then I could probably... Been
0: easier to get into. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of. I wish I'd gone this year now because, mm-hmm. um, uh, aside from just the Sea of Thieves stuff, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but apparently the Zelda show—not not the game itself, but like the the showroom for Zelda—was apparently absolutely incredible. Like they recreated Hyrule itself within oh, the nice. floor space.
2: Yeah, that's what that's what Nintendo's booth was. Yeah, it was and all Zelda. It was,
0: was, yeah. was Zelda. Yeah, yeah. But but what yeah. I mean is, it wasn't just like rows and rows of the game. Like they actually recreated, like they had grass and rocks right. and cliff yeah. faces, and apparently <laughs> it looked incredible.
1: That's cool. How weird Man. it is that like two of the biggest games you know, at E three this year, the longest lines was a rare in a Nintendo game, and how happy that makes me. <laughs>
2: yeah isn't that crazy yeah
1: it's like you saw these big two hour lines for Sea of Thieves and then there was people like rushing to get to Zelda and I'm like oh my gosh what year is this but this is awesome I love it
3: (laughs) yeah right Sea of Thieves really killed it man just crazy I didn't I knew it was gonna be a great game but I didn't know how many people would be excited about it
1: yeah it's feels good to be a hipster yeah You, you followed it before it was cool I know. Yeah,
2: that's right, exactly, that's what I was about to say <laughs>
1: right. I know, I think it's kind of cool That all of us are going to be like uh, Kind of rare hipsters now Because I, <laughs> yeah, I right. honestly I, I kind of foresaw The fact that I thought Rare was going to come back In a big way And that was one of the reasons That I wanted to do a new fan site It's Like, this is coming back Everyone's going to be cynical shit And be a dick about it online But at the end of the day, I have faith in them And they're going to come back in a strong way and it's just well guess what david <laughs> yeah
4: guess what he's back in
3: fine form.
4: not that they
1: ever really went away you know but they were just they were kind of out of the public eye a lot of people don't the even
2: connect era wasn't yeah wasn't my favorite thing about rare let's put it that way
1: i i recognize them as as great games in that genre but that genre is not really something i get super excited about <laughs>
2: Exactly. That's a good way yeah, to say that's it. That's what it is for me too. Yeah,
1: and the, as far as like honestly, I have Connect Sports Rivals, and it's probably the most fun I've had with a motion game. Well, it doesn't change the fact that I don't want to play a motion-controlled game every day, you know? Right. Yeah. So it it's it, that that's kind of I think what the community shrunk is even though they were making, they were still a quality studio. Everyone just got super negative because they weren't making the games that they wanted, and for some reason they got this idea in their head that because they're making games that we don't want, they're incapable of making good games now, which makes zero sense. (laughs) It's clearly the talent is still apparent even in those Kinect games that weren't really for us as much.
0: I think part of the problem came in with, like, um, you know, Nintendo went through that phase where they were just doing, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Wii Sports, Wii Fit, Wii Music, and all that stuff. But alongside that, they were still doing like Mario, Zelda, Smash Brothers. But with Rare, the problem was because of the size of the studio, all they could really do was, you know, the Kinect games and nothing else for a few years. Right. Um, and if you look between 2008 and 2015, like basically between Nuts and Bolts and Rare Replay, everything released in between that was just Kinect uh, games and. It, right. it, it just, it yeah. was. I think it went a bit too long. I think to do three games within four years was just a bit too much for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, most a lot of people didn't even realize. I think the people that weren't really following it, that that was rare. So for them, they thought rare was just gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the logo change probably contributed to that because you know the new logo doesn't really stand out or that like connects. The Connect era logo. I love the new one, but that logo really doesn't stand out the way as much as the way the other one did. So a lot of people didn't just didn't even realize who made those Connect Sports games, and yeah. just felt like, you know, Rare hadn't made a game since two
2: thousand eight. Rare <laughs> just died yeah. and went away, <laughs> yeah.
1: which was not the case. They've been hard not at work, at all. and you know, Greg Miles is people who still think that you know everyone left rare greg miles who's basically you know the some ways the studio shigeru miyamoto their most famed game designer has been there since like what like battletoads arcade and he's still designing stuff so yeah
2: greg's (laughs) been there since
1: 89 89 yeah that's that's a long time (laughs) since before i was born yep and you know, that yeah. mind is that that man is a masterful game designer and just seeing everything with rare replay and all those design documents he's posted on twitter you really just realize how much that single person has contributed to games oh like. dude he's
2: been he's been working on Sea of Thieves for the past 25 years <laughs> we'll put it that way like man this game Mine, there is not a single game with that man's name on it that does not have a pirate in pretty it pretty much right. everybody I've or talked at least to, see a reference to a pirate. Sea of Thieves is their
3: favorite game that they've worked on and like that's really cool I'm excited to see right yeah
1: that. I know, I feel like Greg is, like, finally getting to do his passion project he's waited so long for.
4: <laughs> so yeah.
1: it's really cool to sort of, you know, I think a lot of people thought that, like, you know, this was just something. People, one of the things I heard in the first announcement is, like, oh, it's going to be some shitty free-to-play MMO that Microsoft's making them oh make. My God. <laughs> I heard that quite a bit on Neo, guys. Look I hear every time. Yeah, and I'm like, no, dude, this is something that they've literally wanted to make. It's clearly been their idea. This is Greg this is a Greg males idea and game that he's been wanting to make since he started. Is, is it 3? Like, like, um,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, god. Don't get me started on that banjo 3 crap. Like That gets on my <laughs> I All I want is Conkers 2. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: right. If they made those games, I would play them, but I honestly, especially for Banjo, now I don't think is the time, especially with ukulele coming out. You got that, you know? I'd rather... Rather than having Banjo 3 and ukulele, wouldn't it be better to have ukulele and a brand new idea to play? Well, and as a creator, right, and,
3: like, an artist, I guess, for them, they don't want to work on the same thing for four times, you know? They want to do something new.
1: Yeah. I, I do hope they go back to some IPs at some point, but I think it should be like how... And a lot of people don't seem to remember this but rare has always been about new ips they usually they they do a few you know they go back to the uh, the old stuff every now and again but then there always is usually a team or someone coming out with a new ip like jet force
2: exactly and e3 2015 was the perfect example of that you know they they showed the the rare replay banners and, they, and then they, you know, they did the really cool they you know they did the really cool rare replay trailer or whatever and then craig duncan walks out on stage. alright well here's something brand new for you guys yeah. rare rare's really known for that they you know steve said this uh we had when we he, when he had him on episode 8 um i think it was episode 8 yeah yeah it was episode 8 um he he mentioned something about that, that that's what rare does they they're always one to be like alright well here's something old for you guys well now here's something brand new you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's really refreshing, too, because, especially in the modern game industries, no one takes risks anymore. It's just like sequel after sequel after sequel, and it gets a little tiresome sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since a lot of these rare IPs got used, and I do want to see them get reused, and I honestly believe that they probably fully intend to do that, but there's not going to stop doing new IP just so they can do old IP and especially, you know, they just had Rare Replay come out, so now they want to do something new maybe after Sea of Thieves maybe they'll look at reimagining one of those old IPs, but just be patient, they're clearly going in the direction that we want them to go if you're, if you really really want Banjo and Conker and that's all you care about, I wouldn't be surprised if we see one eventually, but don't shit on another game just because it's not the one you want right now. You know, this stuff exactly. takes time. <laughs> well, it's like, I think
3: Sea of Thieves is going to have a lot of support like, after it comes out, because, like, I can't really see them making a Sea of Thieves 2, but I think I think this is something that's gonna I don't know, have a lot of support, I guess, after it comes out, I think, and maybe updates and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Any Anything with a strong multiplayer component always gets a lot of Post-launch support, so hopefully we'll we'll see a whole bunch of that. Yeah. And I, I don't really want them. I don't think they'll do a Sea of Thieves two right away. I think it'll probably be more something that they kind of just keep updating and improving over time. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. And then they'll they'll probably. I imagine they'd probably have like a team. Maybe they'll probably shrink their team down a little bit, so they have one team that supports Sea of Thieves, and then maybe another team working on the next project. But I'm excited. It's so excited for the future of, you know, Sea of Thieves and the company as a whole, and it's just great to see them finally getting recognition again and, you know, having that big wall of awards. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was yeah. insane,
2: wasn't it? I think it was like a total of like 19. Right. And they actually won like three or four. Like, you know, they were nominated for a lot of them. Hmm. And they actually won a few of they them. They won
3: Best of Show so. for something um, from someone yeah I,
1: yeah, I forget who. Yeah, that, that's really awesome. God, I'm jealous of you guys. I really want to try it out and play. (laughs) Uh, But right. Oh well.
2: uh, It's an experience, man. Even for you know, I I guess um, we're. I guess we're gonna get to that point eventually. I'll hold off until then. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess you 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 want to get to that point.
1: Um or? sure. I mean we're all we're we're probably getting pretty near the end, so if there's something you want to get to, we probably should get to it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um well, I guess I'll let you um this is your podcast. I'm so used to being the host. Oh, it, it's actually. fine, and I'm actually kind of
1: <laughs> i am not a hundred percent sure where you're about to go. So if you just kind of want to say what you're going to say, I was
2: gonna—I was gonna talk about the game, you know, the and a little bit about the experience itself, okay. playing the game. All right, yeah, go ahead. So, just
1: uh, take it off. Let me know uh, what it was like.
2: Yeah, I guess that's probably getting to that point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So I guess. You know, you know, tell me how uh, it was fitting that chip through those rocks. <laughs> you know, originally we just go, about, it's going to uh, be tight.
2: Yeah. I mean, originally, you know, we kind of we kind of spoke about how, you know, it was more so it wasn't really even about playing the game. I mean, yeah, it's called the play it first winners. Mm-hmm. But it was more so about meeting the developers than it really was, you know, getting getting to know the people that make the game than it really was about playing the game. Right. You know, at least that's the way it was for me, and I'm sure it was the same way for a lot of a lot of other people too. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, just just the small amount of experience that we had in it was just so much fun. I mean, it was it was ship combat, and that was that was pretty much it. Right. I mean, you know, we we could get off the ship, and we can you know you can you can swim in the water and stuff like that. And you know there there's one one scene in the gameplay trailer where you know everybody's standing in a in a tavern drinking,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and you know that you know you you have that tanker or whatever, and that's pretty much it. And then you you have a wooden plank and you can you know plug up holes when your ship gets shot with a cannon, you know. But that was you know just just that experience alone, the ship battle, and you know just being able to run around and laugh at each other. Yeah, right. What well, I, I think that was that as far as gameplay goes, that was that was one of the highlights for me was just being able to you know e- even in that that small state that it was in you know without you know without like gunplay and and sword fighting and stuff like that mm-hmm. just the ship combat in itself was
3: awesome and We played you for like people. 4 hours and I never got, I never got bored right. like even just that and there's going to be so much more
1: Yeah it seems like one of those games where it's probably going to like a lot of people are going to get different things out of it some people are going to ship battling me personally, I'm gonna be all about just finding things. Like I want to explore all those little islands. I just want to. Oh, I'm right there yeah, with man. you. We're gonna to
2: have to crew up day one, buddy. Yeah, for sure,
1: man. Um,
2: right, day one, man. That's gonna be man. that's gonna be my goal. I'm gonna go look for an Easter egg.
1: <laughs> I wanna find like, some buried cause treasure. It,
2: Cause I, oh uh, yeah, dude, dude, I swear, dude, you're you're gonna, I swear, there's gonna be a treasure on one of the islands somewhere with a golden jiggy, and I, like, hope I so. just foresee that happening
1: part of me wants to see nice. a mr pants reference too just because oh it'll
2: oh, happen sure mr. Mi- yeah lee lee will make
4: sure that better
1: <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm definitely excited for that and i don't know if you played assassin's creed black flag at all but just seeing how i yeah, played that I played game a little bit of it i i didn't really care much for the missions but i had so much fun just sailing around going to every little island finding every chest and doing all those things that's yeah. And that's probably like the closest thing I can really like play right now before Sea of Thieves. I might actually go and replay <laughs> that. And um something funny, uh matter of fact, you
2: know, uh Ryan Stevenson, the art director mm-hmm. for Sea of Thieves, he was actually the one that designed Mr. Pants, like the way he looks and stuff. So really, I always uh, thought that might get, yeah, Ryan Ryan Stevenson was actually the one that I, I want to say Lee probably came up with like came up with the idea mm-hmm. itself, but Ryan was the one that drew him.
1: Oh, I did not know that because I thought Mr. Pants was before. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I thought the character existed before uh, Ryan worked at Rare. Maybe he did. Because I'm wondering if he just did the art for It's Mr. Pants because there was. He had appearances on the website and and in like Jet Force Gemini. I think before Ryan worked there. I could be wrong though, but I know Ryan did all the art for its Mr. Pants. Maybe I'm. Wrong. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what that I'm might thinking.
2: So uh I know he had something to do with Mr. Pants at some point. Yeah, I think he pre
1: probably um, did all the like, you know, the new characters and the whole look for that game. But I think right. the character out started as like a shitty sketch from We Love day. <laughs> I think that's all it was and then it was just like it was only on the website for like the longest time and then he they just started throwing him randomly into games and then they made a Mr. Pants video right. game for some
2: like, I, I honestly would not be surprised if they if there ended up being a cave painting of Mr. Oh, Pants. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Like I, I'm I, I'm adamant that there's gonna be a number of Easter eggs all throughout. Yeah. It. There there's gonna be references to their entire history I hope all so. throughout the game.
1: I, I had this really cool idea. I, I think it'd be kind of a fun nod to uh, the Kinect Sports Sailor. What if you find the island from Rivals, but like de- kind of decrepitated and like abandoned and everything? <laughs> that would be cool. And
2: I wouldn't like like I said, I me. Mean, it, it's it's rare we're talking about. Yeah. E, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them.
1: Yeah. Um. So. Okay, so I think we're probably getting to a little bit near the end. So I got I got two more questions. I think if that's all right. If you guys have time. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. First, just goes for both of you, what what was it like when you saw that e trailer and you guys were featured in it without knowing that that was going to happen?
3: Okay, well, uh, you know, I kind of... I, I'm not getting cocky here, but I kind of expected something. I didn't think it would be that, but I thought, you know, play first contest... Something's gonna happen. They're gonna do something with it. It's a great story for them to tell. They said they were looking forward to telling the story, but I never. That's crazy. I didn't think it was gonna be like. I don't. I don't even know. But like when I saw it, I think somebody recorded their reactions. I can't explain mm-hmm. what it was like because <laughs> we were in a group chat. Like me and Mike were to together. Mike, what do you think?
2: Um yeah me me sebastian jackie alex who else um steve it's just kind of like a little group chat you'll have going when you were
1: watching the conference i think that's it
2: i think it was just us five and then we had emma in there with us because she wanted to record our reactions to it and you know me me thinking what do you want to record our reactions (laughs) to (laughs) uh like like i really didn't know like i mean i I, you know, of course, they you know they were recording us when we were in our booth playing the game or whatever. And uh, I, I kind of expected that that footage might, would you know, pop up at some point. But, you know, like, we're, we're all sitting here, you know, what are they going to show? What are they going to show? Like, we're all sitting here watching the entire conference together. And, you know, see if these was, like, right at the end. I think there was, like, one, maybe two games after. Right. So we were sitting there for, like, an hour. Like, oh, my God, are they going to show it or not? And... Um, and then you know, Craig walks on stage and he shows your well, they show the cinematic trailer and think and, Which was linked, dope. and then still Craig love walks that. on stage. That cinematic mm-hmm. trailer song. Awesome. I know. Yeah, that, yeah, that was really cool. Um but I, I guess it was it was just, you know, like I said, it was one of those moments where you're just like, Oh my god, is this really happening? <laughs> like, is my face like am I really acting like an idiot in front of millions of people all over the world? Like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know i, I guess it, i had that that passing moment like i'm acting like an idiot but at the same time those were you're not acting the, the, though those that's were what
3: happened all,
2: like 100% exactly that's what happened those were all my real genuine reactions to playing the game for the first time so it was it was just it was a surreal moment where you're just like oh my god you know right um i've had you know i've had numerous people like oh my god dude you know like people on twitter you know that that aren't really big in the rare community or anything you're like oh my god dude you were in the trailer i'm like yeah man that awesome I know. they're like why didn't you tell me i'm like ndas are a bitch man <laughs> yeah
1: i i um at work i'm like i've showed him like then i pointed jeff I'm like i know that guy i know that guy <laughs> you know yeah i wasn't in it but i yeah. still feel like a little bit of connection dude it's really cool to have to see you know a good friend of mine up there It's I don't know Um, I I feel like maybe people don't believe me that I tell them that like Oh, you don't know him shut (laughs) up
2: I don't know I had a a really fun experience the the next day because you know the the conference was Monday right um the on Tuesday uh, I had actually uh, left to go to the a pizza place to pick up a pizza for dinner for my family right Mm -hmm. and I was wearing a, a a game shirt I don't remember what it was it wasn't a Sea of Thieves shirt. But it was—it uh, might have been like a old like Nintendo shirt or something, probably like with Mario. I don't remember. I have a bunch of old game shirts. Right. Um, but I was wearing a, a shirt or whatever, and we got to talking about you know E three, and you know he was like, "What'd you think?" and, and whatnot, and I was like, "Oh man, dude, I, it was awesome." You know, we we just kind of kind got talking about things, and he he brought up Sea of Thieves as one of his favorite games, and he was like, "Wait a minute," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, so he, it was really, you know, I don't, don't, I don't remember the entire conversation, but he, he actually recognized me from the gameplay trailer. So that was, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, I, 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 that was just like, that was really cool, you know. You're a celebrity. Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> but he's the, he's the only person that's done so. So yeah, and that was, you know, that was a month ago now.
1: That yeah, I mean, to be fair, you probably have to have a really good memory because you know. Or have watched the trailer a whole bunch of times. Well, there were like 12 he, of us, right? So. Yeah, so then you got to remember all those faces. And then when you see someone, got to make that connection. Because yeah. I know a lot... Of, so
2: for him to make that connection was yeah, yeah. crazy to me. Like, really, dude? You've watched it that much? <laughs> he was like, oh, dude, I love see of these, man. I'm like, that's cool, dude. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I was like, check
1: out my podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> nice little you plug. need a
4: business card. Exactly.
1: Nothing wrong with shameless plugging. Both of us probably always could use the growth, so, you know, the more plugs, the better. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't have put it like that. (laughs) Man, YouTube is messing uh, with
3: my head nowadays, like, because there was, like, a YouTube purge or something, but it wasn't a purge. I don't even know. Did that affect you guys?
1: um, I randomly went up, like, uh, four subscribers, and then a week later, I dropped, like, two. But that didn't seem like it would be big enough, but... You have way more subscribers than me, so...
3: It was stupid. It was just dumb. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. And then apparently, like, PewDiePie lost, like, 600,000, which is just absurd. Oh, wow. like,
1: yeah, it's almost like it's a percentage, it seems like. So it's like the more subscribers you have, the more you everyone lost. It was kind of weird that like around the same period of time, everyone seemed to drop, like, a bunch of subscribers for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, all right, uh, the final question I think is going to be for uh, Sebastian or Paladin or whatever you want me to call you. Whatever, <laughs> man. It's so awkward. Whatever. This name thing.
3: Like when we were there, it was like so Paladin. Some people were calling me Paladin. Some people were calling me Sebastian. Some people were calling me Topaz. It's like, it's gone too far, guys. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well,
1: huh. Legally change your name to all three. Yeah. You can be Sebastian Paladin or Paladin Sebastian Topes. Yeah. That's perfect. There you go. Um, I I forgot to bring this up uh, I I brought this up a little bit earlier, but I didn't want to go into detail. I was just curious how your dad felt after the whole trip of him getting to go there as kind of an outsider. Is how how what is his perception of rare after all this? And did he have any sort of thoughts on it? Or is he gonna maybe check out the the game now after all this? Oh,
3: he's going to play it for sure, yeah. I mean, he, he he loved it, man. I mean, as much as I liked it, like, you know, he got the same experience pretty much. That, okay. And, you know, it's not like he's some old weird guy who hates video games and technology <laughs> and stuff. Like,
4: he, oh, no, yeah. He, he
3: liked it, you know, which is cool. And I, I was kind of happy to have someone I knew there um, just because it was my first experience in that kind of atmosphere, not knowing anybody. And, like, you know, but by the end, you know, everybody felt welcome. It felt like home at the end of the trip. It was really cool. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: It's sort of great that that happened over such a. Because, like, like listening to all you talk about it, it feels like this is something that, you know, it was a very long period of time. But then oh, it was, yeah. like, what, like two days? Like, <laughs> yeah, two days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then two you guys.
2: Days. As far as at the studio mm-hmm. itself.
1: Yeah, and it's saying that these guys just all feel like you've become, like, really close and tight over just a very short period of time and like
2: yeah dude it's crazy man like i, I went and you know I went, you know i went into pirate for radio trying to figure out what i was gonna do and i i found this 16 year old kid on you know on the other side of the on the other side of the border And I'm just thinking Oh he's just a kid That I'm gonna do a podcast mm-hmm. with You know And it's You know Over the past year It's become You know Like uh, He's like my little brother now you know? So much right. more than that So <laughs> it, it is more than that I mean It is It, it's, it is Like Me me and Pyle We're, we're freaking buddies man Yeah Like I, I would not have been able To do Pirate 4 Radio Without him
1: Right man. Yeah I think I've never been a part Of like Any sort of community or anything like this where i've seen so much just friendship spring up so quickly between people yeah well and especially mm -hmm. this type like the
3: youtube Mm -hmm. like community for rare way different than the twitter community for rare the twitter community for rare is just on point like i love every single person on Mm -hmm. there and like everybody just loves rare just loves games like it's not about there's no haters nothing like that it's just great like it's it's the best community to be a part of
1: yeah it's just so much positivity I feel I'm on the core people like I know there's kind of like this outliner of people who are super cynical but the core group of people who are really active in the community they're all just so positive people and it just gets really infectious and rare
3: cares like that's the Mm -hmm. great part you don't see any other developers who do care you know
1: right yeah it's just, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's like I, I make friends easier in the community than I do probably with people I would see every day at yeah. my job or something. It just feels like, you know, we're all here for the same reason and we all have so much in common despite that. I feel like we all probably come like a little bit, you know, different countries, states, walks of life, but like this sort of single love of a game developer and games in general just makes us all really easy to talk to one another and interact and... I've never seen a community spring up that quick, well, I don't say it's always been around, but if we're to get that positive that quickly, like, other gaming communities can be just horribly toxic. I mean, I hate playing games online, for a lot of them, just because it's like, I'm going to go on, I'm going to hear some 40-year-old man, like, cussing out, like, uh, an 8-year-old or something, (laughs) and...
2: Yeah, yeah, right. You don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's just some of the stuff on Xbox Live. It just gets like it gets tiresome, and I don't even like playing online as much as I used to. But that being said, like, see if the I cannot wait. You know, just I look forward to the positive. day I
3: can like make like a guild or like some. But I want it to be like I want to be able to have like all of my viewers and all of you guys in like the same guild. I don't exactly know how it's gonna work but yeah. like some kind of sign up thing and maybe we can share gold, but that's kind of how I, I want it to go. Not sure. Though. Yeah. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm hoping there's kind of, I imagine there'll be individual crews. I'm hoping there's kind of like maybe something a bunch of crews can be part of.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like a big raid. Yeah. Or so that, that's really what I'm thinking. Like, uh, that, I don't, you know, you look in the cinematic trailer right there towards the end, you've got, the the kraken right. Attacking and yanking the ship down. Yeah. Uh, I really feel like the Kraken's going to be something that's going to require more than one crew. Yeah,
1: that, that's.
2: Because of the fact that if a Kraken has got one ship, that ship's not going to be able to do much mm-hmm. because they're all trying to figure out how to get away from the tentacles of the Kraken so i i i really think that that's gonna be like a multiple crew thing yeah. where it's like a lot like it's a big raid where you have to go in you have to find the kraken you have to kill we it. still yeah. know like
3: it's nothing about this be... game like even though we went and we played it like we know nothing there's gonna be so much more
1: yeah we don't
2: know anything like really <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah.
1: well I, I definitely look forward to playing with you guys and hopefully we can have like a big rare fan community like guild or crew or however it's gonna work oh yeah We'll find a way to all get it's together and, and play yeah it's
4: For sure, happen. yeah,
2: it is. It's Not
1: happen. even
3: individuals, like we're all, like everybody, like the crow's nest, rare panda base, rare gamer, like we're just gonna all unite under one massive flag,
1: if <laughs> <it's> possible. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we can figure it out once we actually have some details. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, right. yeah.
1: So um. That
2: beta can't come soon enough. It no kidding.
1: Um. So you guys have any final things you guys want to say before you wrap up? I'm sure you want to plug your site one more time or whatever you want to do.
3: Go for it,
2: Ab. All right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm Abstracticus. You can find me on Twitter at Abstracticus. That would be abstract, A-C-A-S, because everyone spells it wrong. (laughs) It's A's. It's A. There's no U's. There's no I's or O's. It's all A's. Abstracticus. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Abstracticus. And you can find the Pirate Port Radio podcast on Twitter at Pirate Port Radio, and you can also find us on YouTube. And then, starting in September, you're going to be able to find us on iTunes. That's a it's a first one for everybody right there. Hints. I kind of dropped a hint about oh. that, <laughs> but uh, you you guys got it on the logcast. We're going to be on iTunes starting. <laughs> in exclusive yeah, stuff exclusive. here.
1: <laughs> awesome. There you go. Awesome. Um, anything from you, Sebastian?
3: Uh, well thank you rare and uh, thank you logs for letting me come on this podcast probably one of the most fun ones that uh, we've done and um, uh awesome. I'm paladin topaz you can find me on Twitter at paladin underscore topaz and then you can just type in seed central on YouTube and they'll come up yeah
1: <laughs> yeah make sure you check out their guys stuff it's been great really great to have you guys on you know I've I've been wanting to get you know a lot of you guys on and just haven't been able to find the time to get everything sorted out so um you know it's, we've been kind of going through a lot of the people right now and hopefully we're planning on having a few more we'll see how it works out i'm, I'm trying not to drag this on too long I'm just talking about the same thing every week but <laughs> at the same time it's so great to talk to all you guys it's like i'm loving it too much i want to keep going <laughs> yeah i hear you man Eventually, yeah. you're
2: gonna run out of people
1: though. right um but, that being said, I'm going to plug myself now. Rare Friends, we're on Twitter, we have RareFriends.net, and we're on iTunes. You should subscribe there, and also subscribe onto our YouTube channel, because we, I do intend to continue to increase the amount of video content, so if you just subscribe to iTunes, you're going to miss out on some stuff, so be sure to do that as well. Um, do you have anything you want to say, Kev? Uh,
0: Uh, no, I think you guys have summed it all up really, Um, sorry I've been a bit quiet (laughs) this week but I've just literally taken a back seat and been listening to everything you guys have got to say (laughs) Um, so yeah, again like Dave says, thanks so much for coming on Um, it's been a real pleasure Uh, hopefully one day we'll get to uh, collaborate on something else and I really look forward to playing Sea of Thieves with you guys when it finally launches oh yeah Finally, absolutely. Hopefully, you guys. Yeah.
2: Uh, hopefully, we can all get into the beta. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Start before launch. Hopefully. Okay? Yep. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having us on. Yeah. Not a
1: problem. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe we can do. Maybe. Maybe I'll be on your show one day if you ever need me. It's an open offer. <laughs> Mike, hook him up. All right. All right.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. We we've had guests before. Um, were let's see. Uh, matter of fact. Matter of fact, you guys will probably be uh, our our next person on the list. We've pretty much got everybody from every other rare fan site. So, all right,
1: man, just, just look be
2: looking for an invite,
1: David. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> Let us know. Um, Dual cast. I guess with, <laughs> I guess with all that out of the way, uh, thank you to the listeners and for rare for giving us all a reason to meet and talk with one another. It's been great, and I hope you s- tune in next week when we will probably have some more exciting interviews. Or something exciting, at the very least. So, uh, everyone, have a good weekend for those in the States. It's going to be a three-day weekend for a lot of us, so uh, enjoy. Play some Rare Replay. (laughs) You guys have a good day. See you guys.